Welcome to the Miss Mindset Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping you master your mind so that you can up-level your life and live with confidence, passion and fulfilment. My name is Brianna. I'm a law school graduate, teacher, teen mentor, mindset and transformation coach, bookworm, fitness junkie and student of life obsessed with learning and sharing everything there is to know about the art and science of happiness. Having worked in both the corporate and educational world, I became somewhat frustrated at the fact that we are never taught how to use our most important tool, our mind, to master emotional well-being and use it to thrive, not just to survive. My intention for this podcast is to give you the strategies, tools, encouragement and guests who will help you to rewire your mind so that you can find your version of success and live with a fulfilled mind, body and soul. Hi guys, welcome back. Episode 6, I believe. Um, I'm going to get straight into it today because I was actually, I was tossing up between a couple different topics and subjects and this one is one that just kept coming up with my students and my clients and people asking questions regarding toxic people, toxic relationships and essentially asking how to avoid them, to get out of the relationship or to at least not let the toxicity impact impact you. Um, And the reason I decided that this was a really good one to go with this week is because like I said, I really want to see people go from this survival mode that I I kind of think that it's just a result of society and the way we've been. (laughs) Our environment does kind of lead us to be very much in survival mode. And I want to give tools and strategies so that you can actually move into thriving. Um, And Toxic people and toxic relationships are a bloody sure way to not thrive. It's really hard to thrive when you are around people who do not support that and in fact do the opposite. They bring you down, they cut you down, they don't want to see you do well. I see toxic people as... If you are trying to thrive in your life and you are trying to be a better version of yourself, be a healthier version of yourself, be a more successful version of yourself, whatever it is that you're striving towards. Toxic people, it's like trying to grow a plant and fertilizing it with poison. (laughs) That's what toxic people are like. You are not going to grow for as long as they are in your life if you allow them to impact you. So, When I say toxic people, I guess it's really important that we sort of have the same or on the same page as to what a toxic person actually is. And some of the ways that occur to me or signs and behaviors that will, to me, suggest someone who's quite toxic is people who will continuously cut you down. Um, if you are succeeding, they will try to find a way to make sure that you don't feel like you've succeeded or to even point out your downfalls and to cut you down while you're feeling tall. 
Um, it may come across in people or behaviors that come across really passive aggressive. So not actually saying anything nasty, not actually saying anything condescending, but there's a passive aggressive tone or underlying there's just an underlying feeling that they're not actually happy for any of your joys. These people will usually be there for you in a crisis. They'll be happy almost about your crisis, but when you are doing very well, it's a bit of a different story. Um, Another few things to look out for or to just notice or just a sign that this person could be toxic for you is that your energy after being around them is actually really drained. You might leave a conversation or a environment with them and just feel drained or you might feel like you're questioning your self-worth, you're questioning your ability all the time. You feel really open to critique whenever they're around because these people are very quick to criticize and they're often real manipulators. Um, You might feel like you've been manipulated and you don't even know how it's happened and that's a way that these people sort of have their power. Um, You'll also find these people are very quick to blame. It's everything else is somebody's problem and they don't necessarily take any ownership for their emotions or for their behaviors it's blame 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 and nothing else another thing is you you might not necessarily know which version of them you're going to get on any given day or moment you just don't know who who you're going to get when you're around them and you might feel also as if You have something to prove, like you're trying to always prove yourself to them or be enough for them or you're always feeling like you're just trying and not really getting anywhere. Um, Another sort of little underlying sign that I would say is suggestive of a toxic person, uh, a toxic people or relationship is codependency. Like you feel like they cannot live without you or you feel like you're responsible for their happiness, you're responsible for their success, you need to be there all the time and you feel guilty if you're not. All of those things to me are really important signs of toxic relationships and with those relationships you genuinely cannot thrive, you cannot be the happy, fulfilled best version of yourself because how are you going to be that person when you've got this person that wants to bring you down. Um, So there's lots of different patterns, behaviors, signs of what these people look like and what they might do. There's, and they sort of show themselves in so many different environments or relationships. So who are these toxic people? They can be work colleagues and that might look like somebody who is pretty quick to always critique your idea or make you feel like a bit of a dick if you have um, an idea that you want to put to the table and you never feel like they're really supportive or at least open to your ideas. In a workplace, it might just look like someone who is always whinging, blaming, critiquing, and you never feel energized when you leave them. That could be in a workplace. And in a workplace is one thing. 
Then there's all these other things, like other sorts of relationships where they can be really toxic. And that's really hard because it can be family members. It can be really old friendships, really long lasting friendships that have somehow turned toxic. It can be with your lover, with your boyfriend, with your husband, with your partner. It can actually be a toxic relationship where all of a sudden, it's actually not the best thing for you. So maybe a toxic relationship, and I mean an intimate relationship with a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a husband or a wife, whatever it is, that could be, how dare you go out and leave me? I've got no one to be with tonight. Or maybe someone who stops you from really doing well or when you do well actually yeah like just makes you feel bad about it it could be um every time you talk to somebody of the opposite sex you feel really guilty because you've been made to feel like you are I don't know flirtatious or you just can't do anything right and you also get the sense that as long as you have been you are staying as long as you are staying in that relationship it will be okay but you feel too scared to leave. That is essentially quite toxic. And I'll get to why that is in a moment. Uh, Friendships. You might have a friend who, even though you have a really long, like I said, a long lasting relationship with, you feel like there's some love there, but underneath it all, you actually don't feel like they're ever happy for you to succeed. Um, maybe you are doing really well and that's always an opportunity for for critique from them or a passive aggressive comment or an opportunity for them to talk about their success and how their story is better or how they actually have up upskilled you or they view you as competition so when you're doing well they will just do better and draw your attention to it rather than just bask in your joys and be happy for you you actually feel the need to play small around this friend because you're scared of what you could trigger within them if you do well um family it's a really hard one when it's family it's like you know, it might be that sibling or auntie or uncle or parent, I don't know, who it's the same sorts of patterns. There's just that toxic behavior and it's very hard to walk away from a lot of the time when you feel this loyalty because of family or with friendships or partners. Like it's really hard when you feel a value there that like family is important to me and therefore I have to put up with this. Um, and I'm going to give a few strategies of ways to actually get around this in just a moment. Before I get into the actual tools and strategies um, to deal with toxic people in relationships is really, really being so aware of the side effects of putting up with this shit, to be honest, because that's what it is. It's just crap and you should not and will not, I hope, put up with it after this. Um, but understanding the side effects might help you to really draw the line in the sand and to create those boundaries where you just know enough is enough. Um, and the side effects are essentially your self-worth, your energy, 
whether you are feeling inspired and proud of yourself or drained all the time and a bit of a shell of a human being in terms of confidence and self-worth, um, it really does cost. The cost is so huge. The cost is all of those things I just mentioned. And really at the end of the day, your confidence in yourself and your own self-esteem and self-worth needs to be at the forefront all the time. If you are around people who make you feel less, less than, who make you feel critiqued, who make you feel like shit, the side effects that that has on your life is absolutely massive. You cannot project any kind of radiance. You cannot strive for your goals with confidence. You cannot look at yourself in the mirror with happiness and fulfillment. If you've got this relationship that just is in this vicious cycle of toxicity and continues to drag you down. Like I said before, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time around. And if you are spending your time around toxic people and toxic behaviors and toxic relationships, you are going, that is going to impact you, your personality, your choices, your behaviors, your actions, your results is going to impact your life. And it's, it's just something that really needs attention and consideration. So that is what, who toxic people might be, what sort of things you might experience, how they might behave. And the thing is, most of the time, if not all, in fact, I'm going to put it out there, all of the time, these people are so unaware. They don't actually have yet the capacity to understand why they're behaving this way. And so trying to change them and trying to fix things is often pushing shit uphill. It's fighting a losing battle because they're on their own journey and they're not yet at a place where they can really self-reflect and and work on their own their own weaknesses to come out and try and remove these patterns of behavior. And so that brings me to reframes, to strategies and to actual tools for what to do and how to deal with it. And the first one is actually understanding. And this, it sounds a little bit like it sounds, oh, react with love. But genuinely, I find this helps so much. If you are triggering somebody, if you are causing them and you're not causing them, but if they are reacting with viciousness or with manipulation or critique, you have triggered something in them which probably suggests a deep insecurity, a deep feeling of like they're not worthy, like they're not enough. So think about this person as an iceberg. You are seeing the very tip of the iceberg. You're only seeing on, on the top of the surface this tiny little piece of the puzzle. So you're seeing bitchy comments. You're seeing passive aggressive, aggressive behavior. You're seeing this need to control and that's what you see, but that's only 10% of the iceberg. The other 90% is what you can't see. And when somebody is reacting like that, when somebody is treating you that way, the 90% that you can't see is usually coming from a place of 
scarcity, of fear of not being enough, of their own personal hang-ups, of their own traumas or their own fear that they're going to be left alone or their own fear that they're going to be unloved or they're not good enough. And so when you sort of really take the time to think, why is this person acting this way? What am I doing that is triggering this toxic response? That actually can help you to just not take it personally. If if it is someone obviously in an environment where you can just choose to like not take it personally, take it as a grain of salt, feel the love for them and react with love. That's awesome. I know there's situations where it's a little bit harder to just toss off as oh, poor them and, and really genuinely react with love and with empathy. Um, but for those situations where it's easy to do, that really does help. If it's somebody you can keep at a distance and react with love and know that they're coming from a darker place within, it's really helpful. The second thing, and this one, um, I mean with the most positive intention and it's something you can take it how you want. But for me in my life, it helps me with everything. And that is knowing that every single thing in my life, every relationship, every interpretation of people's behavior is my choice. Nobody is making me maintain and sustain a relationship with anybody. That's my choice. Nobody is responsible for the way I react to that person. And if somebody is presenting me a behavior, I'm the only one that can interpret that. And I've got the power to interpret that in a way that brings me down and in a way that knocks my confidence or to interpret it in a completely different way. What I mean by this is I don't have to take that passive aggressive remark and take it as a passive aggressive remark. Everything that happens to me is my responsibility to interpret and I can just choose to take that as meaning something else. I can choose to assume the best in that person and to assume that actually they probably didn't mean that. Maybe maybe that passive aggressive remark was actually their way of trying to have a sense of humor. Maybe I'm responsible for it. And it's all my choice. Every relationship that I am allowing, accepting is my choice. And therefore, if somebody is making me feel bad, it's my fault. I have allowed it. I have interpreted the event to mean something that it may not. I have allowed someone to get under my skin and that's all a choice. Somebody can say something to me, but it doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to react in the way they wanted. Somebody can tell me right now, hey, Miss Mindset, your podcast is shit and you're shit. And I can just go, oh, that's a bit sad that you feel that way. I'm sorry. Or I can get really upset about it and allow them by giving them power I can completely remove my own power what I'm saying is we've got the power to respond interpret and decide what that passive aggressive behavior or toxic behavior is going to mean for us and take responsibility 
Nobody is in your, nobody is forcing somebody to stay in your life. You are the person that creates boundaries. You are the person that decides who's in your life, who stays and who goes. So for me, I take full responsibility for any toxic person in my life. They go or they stay and I accept full responsibility for my own interpretation or responses to that person. The uh, the third thing is knowing, and that sort of piggybacks off the last one, I guess, but knowing that you will only ever receive in a relationship what you allow. Straight up. Like if you allow someone to be like that with you, to be toxic, to manipulate, criticize, to be passive aggressive, to cut you down, that's usually because it's gotten to a point where they feel they can do that. And that's where it takes a really strong, courageous person to actually create healthy boundaries from the beginning. And if not, if it's too late, really try to reestablish some positive behaviors and some and boundaries. It's kind of difficult to do that when there's already been a behavior pattern of allowing. But if you want to save the relationship and if you feel that this person or this relationship has something that you feel is worth fighting for and you want to save, you want to hold on to, you've got two options. You allow it to continue as it always has and it gets worse and the toxic behavior continues because you have not put up a boundary or you put in the hard work and it is hard work. It's open communication and you establish new rules, new boundaries, new behaviors that allow for new, it allows for a new pattern is what I was looking for. So when you put up your hand, you stop that behavior, you communicate why it's not good enough for you and you really have a conversation about what you expect because you deserve it, because you know that you are worth more than that, have an open conversation and try again. But know that allowing it without putting up any boundaries is only going to create more of the same pattern and it's actually going to get more and more out of control the more you allow it. It's not going to change until you honestly try to change it. And the fourth one is if you have decided that this toxic behavior, this toxic relationship is actually not worth fighting, like this person or this relationship is not worth it anymore and you don't have the fight in you because it's just, and you can do this with love. You can do this knowing you're just on a different path. You've just maybe got to have a little bit of time apart or maybe it's just with love allowing yourself to or removing yourself from this person knowing that you trigger them and that is going to allow them their own growth allow if you're moving away from this person with love because you know they've got a lot of underlying issues that need to be resolved and you will be there when when and if that is resolved on their journey if you have decided the relationship or the person is no longer for you you have got to love yourself enough to leave. 
And that can be really hard to understand that. But when you love yourself enough and you care about your own well-being, your own progress, your own dreams, your own goals, you will leave because you know you're good enough, because you know you're worth more, because you know that there's a light at the end of the tunnel and you know that this person actually stops and drags you down. When you really, really know your self-worth, you will not allow people to treat you like that. And know within yourself that you are worth more than that. You are worth more than feeling like crap all the time. You've sort of got to, and this is another way to sort of help navigate this. You're choosing a pain, essentially. This is very Buddhist, very Buddhism of me, but all humans are going to suffer at some point in their life. You can't get through life without some form of suffering. Choose your suffering in this situation. You've got two options. You stay in the relationship and you choose to suffer this ongoing pain of feeling inadequate, feeling manipulated, feeling criticized, feeling like you're not good enough around them, feeling drained all the time. That is a suffering that you are choosing or you choose the suffering of the unknown, of potential, uh, potentially a little bit of loneliness in the beginning, potentially a bit of discomfort, potentially building your self-esteem right from the beginning and starting fresh. All of this is a new sort of pain, but either way, you're making a choice, choose your suffering and then deal with the consequences of those things. I really hope that this one helps. I I have seen it so often. I mean, it still exists in high schools and I have so many high, so many of my students that will talk about it and I think, man, Unfortunately, this is not something that disappears and unless you learn how to deal with it, it actually turns into toxic relationships, long-term ones, long-term friendships that are toxic, toxic marriages and the repercussions of those things are so shocking that it's something worth thinking about as soon as you possibly can and doing it because you love yourself and you love the other person and that person doesn't mean harm no one really does it's just their own map of the world has allowed them to sort of feel like they're not enough so I hope that helps um as always let me know if there's any feedback any uh constructive critique feel free to if this does help or you think it could help somebody please feel free to share it it really means the world I'm going to wrap it up because I've come in at under, under 30 minutes and I'm pretty impressed with myself. Uh, have your, oh, very quickly, I am nearly finished my uh, certification to be an NLP practitioner, which means I have so many tools and strategies that I'm really keen to use and to practice. So if you're actually somebody who would like a free coaching session for getting a bit more clarity, for confidence building, for anything that you're just sort of needing a bit of guidance, assistance, clarity in life, please DM me, missmindset underscore. I'm going to be giving out three free coaching sessions. They'll never be free ever again. I'm just trying to practice the new techniques I've learned. And if you think that it could help you, DM me and we'll set up a call. So 
Have an awesome day, night, whatever it is. And remember that you're here to thrive, not just to survive. Thanks for tuning in to the Miss Mindset Podcast. If this is something that you feel could help a loved one, please feel free to share. You can also follow me on Instagram at missmindset underscore or subscribe to my weekly email, which is at www.missmindset.net. Thanks for tuning in, guys. And please remember, you have a mind and you can use it to thrive. You were not put here just to survive.